Okay. So how the hell is he getting out of this without both revealing himself and making, potentially, the biggest mess he has ever made? At least in this room. Was it even worth it? All this sneaking around at three in the morning because of an urge he just couldn't control. Dexter can't even remember enjoying it at the time now, even though that time was barely a few seconds ago and the taste is still in his mouth. In this moment, Dexter regrets his life choices more than he ever has before. And he likes to think he has made some terrible decisions, questionable haircuts and awful usernames as a bare minimum. But this one? A middle-of-the-night need for a chocolate digestive while Rife is sleeping peacefully beside him, and it's freezing out of the comfort of their bed. Specifically when they are supposed to be dieting for the wedding, and shouldn't have been buying chocolate biscuits in the first place. What? An idiot. Why would he even go through with that? The problem is simple, and the solution not so much. When he twisted the top of the biscuit packet to keep them fresh, Dexter hadn't tucked it under or secured it properly, meaning the wrapping unraveled itself once he'd gone to close the cupboard door. He'd heard it, even, the soft creak of impending packaging disaster, having a few seconds to right his wrong instead of just standing there, stupid, and waiting for chaos to descend. The biscuit wrapper loosening hit the bottom of the packet of crisps, which resulted in them tipping forward and landing on the pasta sauce. The jar, already a bit too far forward because he'd nudged it to get to the biscuits they'd put in the back of the cupboard specifically to avoid the temptation, crept to the edge a few millimeters too many, and now, well, here he is. If he moves the arm he wedged in to prevent the jar from slipping further, the baked beans he'd nudged sideways in a hurry are going to come cascading down as well. If Dexter twists his wrist from its current uncomfortable position, he'll knock over the pack of spaghetti, which in turn will disturb the sugar, flour, and porridge oats. And while all of this fun is going on, there is a bar of dark chocolate they usually reserve for putting in their chili that is now wedged beneath his forearm and beginning to melt. Apocalypse in slow motion. One food item at a time. Of course, from where he is standing, neither can Dexter reach for perhaps the oven gloves and tea towels to cushion the fall of the cupboard contents onto the counter, nor can he turn around for his phone on the other side of him to call for help. Though what would he say to his beautiful fiancée, fast asleep upstairs oblivious to the fact that his soon-to-be husband has no impulse control and even less sense? Would Rife sleep on through his texts blissfully unaware, panic if he heard his phone ringing at some unearthly time after three in the morning, and then realize the side of the bed beside him is empty and decide to explore? None of these options seem favorable. So, Dexter will just have to wait. Once the inevitable has happened, and he's taken however long to clear it all up, there probably won't even be any point in going back to bed so he might as well do something useful with his time. While staring at the cupboard contents he could, probably, at least plan their dinner for tomorrow evening. They have lasagna sheets, white sauce, and if he does manage to wriggle out of this situation, the pasta sauce too. They have mints in as well, courgettes and carrots in the fridge behind him, and he can see the onions and mushrooms on the counter in the vegetable basket at the end. So tomorrow, lasagna. Today, really, since it's already past three. What is he supposed to do until then? footsteps. He hears footsteps. His heart begins to thud while his stomach gives an uncomfortable swoop, and embarrassment drapes itself around his neck. Dex? It's either me, or some really hungry burglar, Dexter says, attempting humor. He can feel Rife's sleepy confused gaze on his back, he is sure. What are you doing? Which answer gets me less love, you're an idiot's? An amused kiss is pressed to his shoulder, a comforting hand curled around his waist. Okay. What's the damage? have a look for yourself. It's not like Dexter can really move, now, is it? Rife stands, probably on tiptoe, chuckling to himself as he drops his chin over Dexter's shoulder. You were sneaking chocolate biscuits. I can't lie. I was. 
See, this is what happens when you don't share, Rife says, making everything both worse and better for pressing along, warm kiss into the side of Dexter's neck. How is he supposed to keep still and not send everything crashing, while enjoying this attention? I know. And, what happens when you think you're sneaky? Are you better at being sneaky? Did you notice how many biscuits were missing from that packet? Oh. Oh. So, what you're saying is, if we'd just shared the biscuits in the first place, none of this would have happened. No. I'm saying both of us have no place buying biscuits when we have zero willpower. I don't even know how we have crisps in here that we haven't eaten yet, Rife adds, reaching over Dexter's shoulder to grab the crisps and put them on a higher shelf. We'll stop buying them when we finish this packet, Dexter says, watching Rife's nimble fingers rearrange their cupboard while his free hand continues its gentle massage at his waist. We will. They won't. They'll get to the biscuit aisle in the supermarket and pretend they aren't sneaking a packet each into the shopping trolley. But at this hour of the day, it's okay to lie. Even to themselves. So. Are you tired? Rife asks when he has freed Dexter from the cupboard, and is running his thumbs over his twisted wrist to make sure he's okay. Not really. Not now. Cup of tea? Perfect. I'll get the biscuits, Rife adds, already back at the cupboard. You aren't to be trusted. Dexter steals a quick kiss in passing to the kettle pretending to pout in protest, smiling to himself as Rife looks through the cupboard muttering about making lasagna for dinner. They are always on the same wavelength, and always thinking of their stomachs first. Even at three in the morning. Copyright M.K. Lee. (laughs) 